Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today. It's a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly see all of the great content being produced, so we're bringing you a story that you might have otherwise overlooked. Each episode's guest tells us about the best story they found today, and today we're pleased to welcome sports writer Zach Osterman from the Indianapolis Star. Zach, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. So tell us about a story that you found today. Tell us uh, where you found it and why it's something that the rest of us need to know about. I guess it's sort of a column as much as a story from Dan Wetzel, who is one of a number of people now covering the, the Larry Nasser trial, uh, which is going on, I, I believe, in Lansing, Michigan. I think uh, whatever that uh, county is uh, in Michigan, the the USA Gymnastics scandal. And it's it's been kind of a slow developing story. Um, actually, it was broken, and I, I swear this is not back padding, but uh, but just background by some of my colleagues at the Indianapolis Star now – about a year and a half ago, it was September of 2016, um, and it was basically just, I think, one or two very brave former gymnasts uh, coming forward accusing Larry Nasser, who is this uh, doctor who's worked with USA Olympics for years and years and years, and also worked for Michigan State, um, of, of sexual assault, essentially, or sexual abuse. And it's kind of been slow developing, I think, for a number of reasons, some maybe a little bit more nefarious or unsavory than others, but more and more we've seen um, gymnasts, including some very prominent gymnasts, coming out and lending their voices, saying that they were abused. And what's going on right now um, is before Nasser's sentencing, uh, the judge that is over that, that is presiding over the trial is allowing basically anyone who wants to stand up and speak about their experiences to him and, and just, I think, more broadly, publicly, it just, it wasn't necessarily just highlighting what Dan wrote, though Dan is one of the best at what he does, um, but highlighting just how difficult this has become and, and how public it's become and how after, again, I, I swear I'm not just trying to pat the Indianapolis star on the back, but after a long period of time spent kind of trying to, to hammer down the door, this is all, you know, the, the floodgates are kind of being released here. What has taken so long? This is a simple question, but as we know uh, from our own experiences, Zach, uh, sometimes the simple question is the most difficult question. Uh, why hasn't this gotten more attention as a story or series of stories prior to this now very prominent public-facing sentencing phase? At, at a basic level, I think, I mean, human beings just kind of suck at this, right? Like we're not good at confronting things that make us uncomfortable, that make us – um, that are difficult to explain or difficult to stomach. And that's probably part of the answer of how Nasser was allowed to continue doing all this under sort of the, the eye of what are supposed to be responsible, adult-governed, you know, sort of institutions that, that are ostensibly there to protect people, among other things, obviously not to enable this kind of behavior. I think um, gymnastics isn't a sport that moves the needle when – the Olympics aren't on, and obviously they're not on. Uh, that's not a good excuse. Um, you know, th- I don't think there is a good excuse, but I do think if you're looking for reasons why, that's that's probably one. If you compare it, say, to to what happened at Baylor a couple of years ago or Penn State, um, you know, college football is an ever-present thing in the American sporting conscious Olympic sports basically once every four years. Again, I'm not saying that's acceptable at all, Um there is, I think, another one that, that Mark Alicia, who is one of the 
uh, reporters, uh, Mark, uh, Marissa Kwiatkowski, Tim Evans, uh, just a, a, a really talented kind of not just editors but or reporters, but editors and and uh, Robert Shear, who's a, a photographer, videographer, um, all worked on the initial story. And Mark tweeted yesterday, and I think unfortunately he's right. He you know he said, "Why is this getting less attention than Penn State?" He said, "It's not an original thought, but one reason perhaps is that these were women, not men." Um, and as we continue to kind of have to be forced to confront issues of just gender inequality, um, sexual violence, not just this story, but talking about everything that's going on in Hollywood, for example, um, more and more what's coming out in politics, those kinds of things. Um, I, I, as uncomfortable as that is to hear out loud or to say out loud, I think that has to be part of it as well. And so again, there's no good reason, but I think those are probably some of the reasons why it is that we just this should be a story that is just dominating the American sports psyche. And I think it's it's one that it maybe only really in the last few weeks has it taken on the level of um, coverage and and just sort of the the you know, the, the total exposure that it maybe deserves. And, and we really are talking here about the largest sexual assault uh, yes. scandal yeah. in terms of American sports that we have ever seen thus far. We're, there's well more than 100 uh, women involved in, 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 the, in the criminal complaints, and some 90-something of them are expected to uh, be speaking over what is now estimated as a four-day. I think this is day two. I, be, I believe day today two. is day two of a four-day, yeah. But we're looking at four days of sentencing hearing, four days of, of people sharing these these stories. And, and, and the piece that you're talking about, I'm so glad that you shared that with me before we sat down to record this. It's heartbreaking to, to hear uh, the ramifications. There, there are families who found themselves pitted against their children because they believed this man. Mm-hmm. There, there are people who are pointing to this sequence of events as contributing factors to their loved one's suicides. There, there's so much beyond just a sports thing or any one person thing. It has these horrible impacts beyond just that one room or that one event. Right, yeah. Uh, And we're not discussing that at great length until finally we have, I think now, three really prominent on the national American scene. Gymnasts have come forward as a part of this. If you are dealing with a sport that is going to struggle for um, just sort of the American consciousness in general, um, then the one thing that is maybe going to lend it a little bit more attention, and again, I'm not saying this is right, but this is the way you and I both know news cycles can work. When someone with the profile of Ali Reisman or Michaela Maroney, or I think most recently Simone Biles, um, comes out and sort of lends their voice to it, you couldn't you couldn't section this off to people who, you know, had never been successful or people who might have some sort of grudge. People again, I think just human beings are really bad at confronting these things. It's unfortunate, but I think it's just part of who we are, that we really suck at confronting things that make us uncomfortable sometimes. And you want to find reasons not to believe. You want to find reasons to believe that it's that it's not true or that it's not going on or whatever. And it's maybe when voices that, that carry those that kind of weight start to open, you know, start start to tell their own stories. That's when you just have to you have to say there's no avoiding this. There's there's no ducking this any longer. I think the piece that you're talking about with us today is is a great step down that road. There's there's really no getting away from it. If if you read the column, tell us the title of it and where we can find it. 
It's on Yahoo.com. Michigan State officials couldn't be bothered to drive three miles to watch Larry Nasser sentencing. It's again, it's Yahoo Sports. Dan Wetzel, who's been one of their lead columnists for years and years, and it the headline it, it talks as, as we've said about the um, about just the case at large and everything that's been happening over the last few months and has kind of reached a, a, a kind of a climax here in the last couple of days. Um, but it also talks about. You know, I think you're at the stage too, where you have to ask about enablers and and people who allowed this to happen. And one of the big ones is Michigan State. Nasser had a long-standing relationship with Michigan State. I believe he even taught classes there for a time. And so now it's it's fair to ask questions, not just to say how was he allowed to do this, but but who, how how you know who allowed him, who who could have stopped it, who could have seen more, who could have heard more, um, and who can who can actually who has the power to set up the kinds of firewalls to, to try and make sure this sort of thing never happens again. And I think that's the, maybe one of the next steps is holding people like that accountable. Uh, Zach, I thank you for, for bringing this story with it, to us today. And we're going to link to that story and also to the special packages that the Indy Star has put together because it's it's uh, some primo reporting. It's absolutely uh, worth seeing, and it's still very timely and topical, I think. You can find uh, Zach's work online, IndyStar.com, and you can find uh, Zach at on Twitter at Zach Osterman. Uh, we've got links to the stories that we'll put below the audio here so please do check all that out zach thanks again for joining us today no thank you absolutely this is uh this is really cool i really enjoyed this we appreciate you taking the time this is the best story i've heard today and we hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others thanks for listening we look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon i'm kenny smith